It's time for the Sunbird Sound Off. Our coaches will fill you in on everything that you need to know about Fresno Pacific Athletics. And Fresno Pacific jumps out in front here early. That ball hit deep into left. That one's going to go home run for the Sunbirds. That shot from beyond the arc, and that one's good. The three-pointer for Fresno Pacific. And the Sunbirds are headed to the Pac-West Tournament. This is the Sunbird Sound Off, sponsored by Haydock Real Estate Incorporated in partnership with Keller Williams Fresno. Assistant Director of Athletics Communication, Christian Bond, sitting here with women's volleyball head coach, Shasta Milholland. Coach, how are you today? Doing great. Doing great. Thanks for having me. It's been a while since we've had a chance to talk on the podcast. Well, let's talk about your final two weeks of your season. Uh, back on April 7th, you had your final home match against Academy of Art a 3-0 sweep for the Sunbirds. Uh, your team remained undefeated at home. Uh, talk about that match against Academy of Art. It was an awesome match. We had a goal going into it. We knew they were going to come in hot. They've got some of the best servers in the conference and super well coached, um, came in with lots of fire. And so we, our biggest goal was, you know, beat them in three um, because we're defending our home, home gym, our SEC, and wanting to be undefeated here. And, um, and we wanted to do it in three. We wanted to do a sweep. And, and that's really, really tough to do in our conference um, at this level. And so that was our goal. And um, we achieved it. They did a really great job. Um, just really executed the game plan much like we've been doing this entire season. And I think that's been a huge lesson for us across the board is, you know, we have a game plan and you buy in on and off the court and you execute it over and over. We didn't do that great in the, in the beginning of the season. And granted, we hadn't played in over a year. But um, we learned that very quickly that that's, uh, that's the ticket, and we did it, and we did a great job. So it was awesome. That set up a match between the two teams with the best record in the pod. The winner was going to own the best record in the pod, a, a match against Holy Names on April 14th, the first time the Sunbirds and the Hawks played each other. Uh, it went five sets. Uh, this time was very different. The Sunbirds swept the Hawks to uh, take the crown in the PacWest Um NorCal pod talk about uh kind of everything that went into that day the match itself uh tell us what went on all right so we we had you know a lot riding on that that match I know there's a lot of different ways that coaches have taken uh this this spring season at, at different different sports with volleyball other sports and the pandemic we our big thing is we pursue and persist so our big thing has been and always will be it's always the pursuit so whether we get the win or whether we get the goal or not we're going to pursue it and that's where the magic is and that's where the character is and all of those things that's what our team is made of and so we regardless of of how it went I mean that was what we wanted to do this season and that's why we started so early maybe a little earlier than you know you know you're ready for in terms of being you know uh, not playing for a long time and so we knew we were going to be playing our best ball at the end of the season. Like I said, we were able to buy in. And so this match was big. And so we really, really uh, scrimmaged like crazy and hard. Um, thank goodness for our assistant coaches being studs. Um, so they were able to help us prepare. Shout out to Michael Lopez and Christina Tran for just really getting us, um, 
getting us prepared and, and playing the characters of the other teams that, you know, the, the characteristics of the other teams that we're going to play and the other players. And so we did, we dialed in, we locked in, uh, practiced really hard. And then, you know, it's really tough to play, uh, in Oakland on the road. Um, Holy names has a really beautiful campus and a really nice little gym, but there's a lot of windows in there and it's a little bit of a glare, a little bit of a home court advantage, especially 1 PM match. And so we knew that and we were preparing for that. It's very different than our gym. So we talked a lot about that and being prepared for that, not being able to switch sides um, provides the, the home team with the advantage, you know, with the whole COVID situation for them to have the better side. Um, so we get there, we're all pumped up and we, they didn't really have, you know, cause of COVID, not their fault. They're great hosts, but they, they had us in this little spot outside and there's all these, they're the Hawks and they actually have a lot of Hawks around the campus and there's just birds just pooping everywhere. And so I know it's kind of funny, but, um, so we had to kind of move our spot a couple times at the beginning of the pregame and, um, we had to kind of to do that. So it, at one point, you know, I think the girls were getting a little frustrated. They had great attitudes about it. And um, the other team's coach was like, hey, come stand over here instead. And so we were kind of jockeying for some, like, covered spaces, things like that. So that kind of gives you a little context. Then we kind of had a rough warm-up, to be honest. It wasn't super great. Um, and I know as, as coaches at this level, it's kind of like, oh, man, all right. Is that either this means we're getting all the bugs out now or we're really in, you know, we're in for it. And so they had a little bit of a talking to from myself and Coach, uh, coach CT about like, come on guys, like let's, this is a big deal. Like let's go. And so, um, finished our warmup pretty well, had our pregame, um, speech. And instead of me saying anything to the team or coach CT, I just handed him over to our, our captain Chantel Montero, our junior libero and said, Hey, Chantel, what do you got? And she gave this epic pregame speech. And it was like, you'll be darned if anybody lets our, lets our team lose this game. And that's honestly, that's the, it gives me chills even talking about it just because that's the leader that Chantel is. She's a 4.0. She's a stud. She's just the best role model you would want really for anyone. And so um, for her to – and it was on the spot too. And, and we don't do that a lot. I'm sure – you know, she does it, I'm sure. And I know um, with the team when we're not around and things like that. But it was kind of a cool moment. And um, everything she said was everything myself or Coach CT would have said, if not way better. Um, and then we went and we executed it and, and never looked back. And so it was a pretty special uh, thing from the bird incident to um, just really getting the job done, um, being on the side of the court with the glare and all that kind of stuff. Just all the things we talked about and just being able to just really show out. It's so much fun to get a chance to hear stories that really don't revolve around the stats or the scores yeah. or anything like mm -hmm. that. There were, there's so many different levels to to what happened on that day that, that you got to tell us about yeah. on the Sunbird Sound Off. So that one uh, was a great story. Thanks for sharing. Hello, I'm Cynthia Haydock, license number 01358518. I'm Joe Haydock, license number 02013076. Cynthia and I are realtors. If you've ever been on the receiving end of bad communication practices, you know how frustrating that can be. We believe in clear and consistent communication, which is why effective communication is one of our core values. Communication is a two-way process, so we listen to our clients and we take the time to effectively communicate to them what they need to know. We don't leave people wondering because in the absence of effective communication, people assume the worst. We look forward to communicating with you. You can call us at 559-392-5283. Team Haydock, where you'll experience real estate for real people. Another great story is Corinne Acosta earning her second PacWest Pod Player of the Week award uh, against Holy Names. Uh, Acosta had 14 kills on a 389 hitting percentage. 
and she finished up her double-double with 13 digs. Uh, it capped off a, an amazing season for Acosta. Uh, she led the conference with 4.52 kills per set. Uh, she also led the conference with 5.12 points per set. She ranked second in the conference with a 343 hitting percentage, and her 95 kills were the second most in the league. Uh, a huge year in the a, abbreviated season for Corinna Costa. Talk about what she meant uh, to your team th- throughout the season. All right. Well, Corinne, who we affectionately call Coco, she got that nickname here her freshman year, actually in a drill, another one of those fun stories. But um, so we call her Coco. Uh, she's just an incredible, incredible person, just not only um, on the court, but in the classroom and in the community and just as a friend and as a uh, teammate, daughter, all of those things, um, sister, all of those things. So she she's amazing. So the first thing I'll say about that is that um, – her favorite movies are all the Rocky movies. So like that kind of gives you an idea of like what she's like. And, um, I know that, that a lot of those songs are on her pre her pregame, you know, playlist and things like that. And so that's her mentality. And she's, she's very dedicated. She's just very old school in a lot of ways. Um, whenever you ask her like, Oh, well, you know, can you come up with a, a you know, a, a song like they all get to pick some songs for practice playlists and stuff. She wants like motivational speeches that are like to, to music, you know, things like that. So that just kind of gives you the, the deal. And we, we've talked a little bit about um, just her stats and, and not in a, a sense of like anybody getting theirs, but uh, in a sense of just, you know, it helps the team, you know, and, and how much we, we count on that. And her whole thing, when she gets awards and things like this, she wants to win, period, first and foremost. That is her very mo- her biggest, biggest focus is that she wants to win and that it's for the team. And so, um, of course, we want to celebrate her on these things, and, and we do. But it's just so interesting to me and so special. It just goes to show you what type of a person and, and type of a player that she is and why she's able to do these things. Is she really puts her teammates first. Uh, she puts her team first. Um, she's the epitome of certain leadership and just does – gets the job done and it goes to show you what happens when you have a player that does that um she is very gritty as well um but she's really just such a different player she was amazing last year but the difference between last year and this year and I've had a lot of uh, PacWest coaches reach out like gosh Corinna Costa what the heck and um and and I'm I'm just like yeah and this isn't even we haven't even tipped the iceberg of what of what Corinne can do so she just works really really hard she listens um big time to what we're asking her to do and even when I know we put her in some really uncomfortable positions early on and in January, even in the fall, but when we we're just doing the practices and they were quite limited, uh, really challenging her on her consistency um, hitting wise and, and, and some different philosophies that are kind of a secret that I'm not going to share. But um, and she really did. Um, she bought into those things and she realized, wow, this is really working and really bought into them. And I think it really opened things up. A lot of things people don't realize, too, her blocking was awesome as well which may not be reflected in the stats but the increase from last year to this year um, and then just really being a big big part of our defense and holding that down she just does such a good job I could go on and on and on about um, about Corinne or as we say Coco but I think the biggest thing is she's a phenomenal athlete but she's a servant leader and and she loves the Lord and she loves her teammates and I think those are the things that come first and um, and I think that's that's what comes out on the court is just that great performance because of those things briefly tell me about about your season if when you when you think back on it what, what what comes to mind between the the finally getting back on the court after after a long shutdown with so many different new players added to the team with a short kind of a crazy schedule just what are your thoughts on the on the entire year briefly 
Well, you know, it was wild and it was a whirlwind. And it's one of those times where we've all had times in our lives where you, there's so much going on that if you sit, if you think about it, you might have a meltdown, but if you just put your head down and you say your prayers and you do your best and you just try to live in the moment, you get through it. And then you look back and it's that looking back, we're like, Whoa, look what we did. That's crazy. And that was exactly what, um, what it was for all of us. And so the evolution of our season, like we really started out rough. Um, we played a, a couple of, NA, of, of solid NAI teams that all went on and did very, very well in their seasons and, um, and, and made the postseason for their, for their respective conferences and whatnot. And, and we struggled and we lost and it was hard. And, um, people in the community were saying stuff. I know like there's, you know, it's hard. Like when you're losing NAI teams and you're in your D2 team, um, you know, people don't know the context of that. We weren't really able to have fans. You can't really tell what's going on on the, on the film, but we knew, uh, and we did the work as coaches and as players, all of us as a team, you know, let's stay the course. Um, it, you know, we may not see the fruits of our labors this year, but we want to be playing our best ball when it counts, when we get into conference. And so we're very bought in. We did a lot of extra, um, work to, uh, with team Bible studies and team, um, just all kinds of team building videos, things like that. Um, and then we really got after it on the court. We rolled up our sleeves and we said, okay, we're not good at these things. Let's work on these things. Okay. We've mastered that. Now this, now we got to work on this. And we, again, just had a lot of buy-in. So really my dad's always said, and great coaches always say this, and um, my dad's coach forever. And he says, you know, your best teams play their best ball at the end of the season. And we so 100% did that. And I think too, like we've, we've refrained from saying this and you know, this Christian, cause we're friends outside of work, but um, we didn't want to talk about the fact that we never took our masks off from September, the minute that we were able to be on campus together, practicing in whatever capacity. And of course that like was a big progression, like from not having balls to having balls by yourself to sharing balls all of this it's crazy that it even happened it feels like forever ago but that's what we're we did we never took masks off we we wore them on the track we wore them in the gym we wore them outside the gym we wore them for games we never took them off um and then the fact that we had 10 players and many of them most of them were not playing um positions that they're they're used to playing and and shouldn't be playing at the college level and just owned it uh we were last in hitting percentage last year last in the conference and this year we're first and we did it without even having a ton of hitters and they just owned it and just worked super super hard to kind of show people actually okay we might kind of be hitters you know so it's kind of a neat thing um that part of it it was really special and just the the evolution of our season we were really really proud it was like everything that we prayed about and worked for uh we were able to to earn and so we're really really excited to build upon that foundation so much has happened since everyone got back to campus last fall that I forgot that you were practicing without volleyballs. Oh yeah. I completely, I can't even believe that that happened. That's so crazy. It's weird to think about, right? That's so crazy. All right. Last thing for you. And then we'll let you get out of here. The Sunbird spotlight for Shasta Milholland, who's someone in your world that's been doing something extremely well that you would like to, to give some credit to here on the Sunbird sound off. Awesome. So usually I've been going with staff members, but I really think uh, this time I've been thinking a lot about this, uh, that our, our captain, uh, Chantel Monter, that's, that's my spotlight. She does such a good job and not just on the court and off the court and not just with our team, but I mean, she does like, she tutors people. She, I mean, she, she'll help anybody with anything. She's like our time management queen. So like if anybody needs help with like their calendar, things like that, um, she's great with recruits. We got a lot of recruit zooms and um, honestly, just so, so proud of Chantel and she deserves that shout out. And I'm just very, very grateful to be her coach and that, that she's on our team and we get her for one more year. So 
congratulations on the very successful shortened 2020 season that took place in the spring of 2021 because nothing has made sense the last couple (laughs) of months uh thank you for stopping by and uh congrats thank you for having me hey everyone this is eric bentley voice of the sunbirds Primetime Events brings the comfort of home toileting to any special event. Let Primetime Events take care of those important bathroom details so you can enjoy your event knowing that your guests are well taken care of. Their trailers are fully equipped with on-demand hot water, eight full sink vanities with mirrors and interior cam lighting. Add this to your next event to enforce the importance of hand washing. For more information on Primetime Events and their services, email info at primetimeeventsllc.com or call them at 559-495-5555. Once again, that phone number, 559-495-5555. Sitting down with women's tennis head coach, George Rodriguez. Coach, how are you today? Great. Thank you for having me. Let's get a chance to talk about the PacWest Championships. They happened last weekend in Surprise, Arizona. Uh, before we get into to the stuff that happened on the court, talk talk to us about the the trip itself, getting to you know get to the airports with with your student athletes and kind of see Phoenix and and all that good stuff. No, definitely, it was a great experience to to be you know quote quote normal again, being able to travel out of state, you know, getting the rental cars, getting a hotel, staying there for the week, um, and being just conscious of you know how we operate every day and how we you know go with our business every day and just being careful with everything around us and the girls did fantastic with that I couldn't ask for a better group of girls you know behavior wise and um, everything else that happened during that week it was great great experience for everyone so the Sunbirds opened the tournament against Dominican a quick four nothing sweep Uh, then the very next day they played Hawaii Pacific uh, Hawaii Pacific got the better of the Sunbirds 4-1 to on that day. And then the, the Sunbirds took on a familiar foe in the Academy of Art, and, and that was a match that was epic in all sense of the words. It, it lasted maybe more than four hours. It was a chance to, to advance and play for fifth place. Uh, talk about how your girls played, and they were able to, to take that match 4-3. to Talk about how they played. Uh, talk about how much fun it was to watch as a coach and kind of as a fan for myself and others that were on that trip just just tell us about that one yeah definitely that match meant a lot for me for us as a team you know we went uh, our first meeting we went over there and we beat them over there at their place in San Francisco then they came here just before you know a few days before we left and they beat us here so this one here was really one that we wanted as a team we were ready as a team and um, it was just great to see, you know, everyone just fighting for, for their match, you know, and, and really pushing through. And just like I've been trying to tell the girls from the beginning is having that confidence, believing in yourself, you know, f- making sure like you're, you're playing every point at, like it's the last point. And it came down to that last match with Alicia um, Di Matteo. Um, and um, that was what was bitter. What was sweet about that match was that um, that the girl that she was playing her opponent was actually the same girl that clinched it for them when we uh, last played them to win the match. So um, having Alicia beat her this time was awesome. Was like the best feeling as a coach, as a team, and just um, having everyone there supporting her, being the last match. Um, coming down to that match and you know they split sets and it it was just fantastic to watch 
for Alicia to really come through that match and, and find a way to, to win that third set. I'm Cynthia Haydock, license number 01358518. And I'm Joe Haydock, license number 02013076. We've built our business on three core values, and the first of those values is uncompromising integrity. Our commitment to integrity means that we will always do the right thing. We tell the truth, even when it hurts. We know integrity should be a given, and we also know how tempting it is to take shortcuts that undermine integrity. We refuse to take those shortcuts. We would rather lose a deal than compromise our integrity. If you're looking for a real estate team with integrity, we invite you to call us at 559-392-5283. We're Team Haydock, where you find real estate for real people. In the final day of the tournament, the Sunbirds played MSU Denver. Uh, the Roadrunners got the better of the Sunbirds in that match, so the Sunbirds took home a sixth-place finish, but that's the best finish uh, since the program was restarted here at FPU. Uh, talk about it, what it means for, for you and, and, and your players to, to come away with, with the best finish at the PacWest Championship since the program was uh, rebooted. No, definitely. It's something that we're proud of, obviously. It's something that, you know, they worked extremely hard this entire year. It's uh, It's something that we could keep building upon. Uh, for next year as well I think and we know we could do better and um, I think it was a great building block for that that next you know, to take that next step forward for next year and it was something that the girls you know to build on their confidence and their belief system and it was a good opportunity um, to be in that position um, to be playing for fifth and sixth place and I think next year we're going to build upon this and hopefully take it further. Tell me about the, the season as a whole. Obviously, your first year as head coach of the women's team here at Fresno Pacific, uh, it, it was a unique year in the sense of, of kind of all of the, the COVID situation and everything that was going on, but your team was still able to get a very full schedule in and, and play plenty of matches. So uh, t- talk about you know the time that, that you and your team had. No, definitely. I think uh, the team had a fantastic year this year with me. Me coming in, getting to know all the girls, and um, setting a different tone when it came to matches than what they were used to in the past. Um, they really loved it. They embraced that opportunity, and um, it was just a year that was full of, you know, it was ups and downs. You know, cons- you know, we were trying to build on consistency. Um, not practicing that often, you know, having a later start in practice with COVID, with everything going on. Um, the two-week quarantine when, you know, players would come in to the school at the beginning. But overall, it was a great experience. It was phenomenal to, to be able to have six girls, only six girls right now, and um, that, you know, practiced hard, dedicated themselves or passionate about the game, and worked extremely hard during the year, especially with my style of coaching. Um, that was something they weren't used to, and I think they embraced it. They love it, and they're looking forward uh, for next year as well to see what we could do next year um, and see where we go from there. You mentioned the two-week quarantine. That's because each player, you know, you, you mentioned only six players, but they're all coming from different countries, and, and that's something that I didn't even think about is that everyone had to wait once they actually got to Fresno to get to start swinging rackets so uh, it pl- like you mentioned plenty of adjustment uh year round for your team and, and and to come away with a sixth place finish congratulations on that coach uh i would like to get your your sunbird spotlight 
um, who's someone in your world that's been doing something extremely well that you're thankful for and, and kind of wrap up your season with a, with a Sunbird Spotlight? No, definitely. I mean, I again, this is another week. I can't just say one. You know, I have you, Christian. I had Jordan. I had Hillary come out, support us. I had the support from Jeremiah, you know, um, trusting me and doing what I'm doing and getting his support. And um, so between all of you guys, you know, all the staff here, all the administration, you know, having Betsy as well, helping us with, you know, everything we needed to do on our end um, to keep playing, uh, you know, to be in compliance with um, all the COVID testing with other schools, with, you know, the county. So I think it's a combination of everyone here. Madeline as well, you know, she's helped me out a lot. Um, so it's just a combination of everyone here. The support system here is fantastic. It's been great, and I appreciate that from all of you guys. Well, we've had a ton of fun watching your team play this season. Coach, uh, uh, thank you for stopping by, and congrats on the successful year. No, thank you very much. That's going to do it for today's episode of the Sunbird Sound Off. want to remind everyone that you can find news from the department by visiting fpuathletics.com. We'd also like to invite you to follow along on our social media platforms. On Facebook, we can be found by searching Sunbird Athletics. We can be found on Twitter and Instagram at FPU Sunbirds. want to give a special thank you to music coordinator Isaac Davis. He produces every song you hear on the Sunbird Sound Off. Also want to give one last thank you to our title sponsor, Haydock Real Estate Incorporated. We'll be back next Wednesday for another edition of the Sunbird Sound Off. Until then, stay safe and have a good one.